to the Good Dumps Podcast, episode 5, featuring G-Man. What up? And myself, the half-blind one. So, obviously, we started off with the playoffs. Um, we're going to get to a lot of that today. Well, that's all we're going to be talking about, round one. Yeah. But I did see online before we did start recording... A little bit of news is Devils uh, decide not to redo, renew the contract of Nezardine, who was the interim coach a couple of years ago before Lindy Ruff got okay. there. And they fired, uh, Mike, I think it's Mike Recchi. Oh, yeah. Uh, was the other coach. But they, so they're shaking some things up, which is, I think, needed. Yeah, more than likely. It's never a bad idea to do something like that. And on our social media front, uh, the Twitter last night put out a picture for game one of the Rangers. A nice bottle of Pink Whitney. And Pink Whitney actually liked it back. Wow. That's Paul Bice. So I pooped my pants. Of approval. <laughs> right? Biz Nasty gave us a fucking thumbs up. <laughs> Love Biz Nasty. Hell yeah. Alrighty. So what I'll say is let's start with one of my favorite series so far. And we're going to start with game one of the Bruins versus the Hurricanes. Word. So I'll oh. let you... I'll. I'll say I'll defer to you to start this one off, G-Man. Well, I did watch this game. So uh, I will say a couple things. First thing is uh, this score is pretty telling, right? Um, you know, I know that I brought up goaltending in this match. I brought up goaltending in every matchup. But uh, anti-Ranta looked... Was, you know what? I went back when I was, when I was editing... And we talk so much about, like, yeah, every team's pretty good. And then a lot of it just went back to goaltending. It was kind of made myself chuckle. Well, I mean, in this particular matchup, I remember that I said, listen, even if Frederick Anderson's not in, they have anti-Ranta. He's kind of a veteran guy. He's been bounced around a lot, but he's had a good season in Carolina with their good defense. Um, I didn't – his first period was a little meh. He obviously did great in stopping pucks, but he was having a lot of trouble, like, gobbling them up. Like, he was leaving a lot of rebounds, and then, like, a couple of pucks, like, got past him, and he had to get bailed out by the defense. But that being said, he fucking crushed it. He had a, uh, 35 saves out of 36, and he, towards the end of the game, he looked comfy. And the good thing about a team like Carolina is that if you have a guy in the back who can hold it together, just let the kids fucking play. And, uh, you know, five goals. And they were nice goals, too. They weren't, you know, little fucking bullshit off the defender or anything like that. Um, Seth Jarvis, who I admittedly <clears throat> did not know a lot about, he looked fucking great last night or two nights ago. Um, you know, I had seen his face before. I had heard his name before, but he looked good. His first ever playoff game. Um, and even... Yeah. Allmark from the Bruins looked okay, but he was not getting a ton of help. Yeah, um, 
the uh, I do have some notes because I did. Uh, I, I knew I'd get to this point, and I'd be like, I'm gonna forget a bunch of this stuff that I want to bring up. Uh, I was a little surprised they went with Ranta, but after after halfway through the game, I'm like, oh my god, they're smarter than me, which doesn't take much. <laughs> but uh, first period, uh, Ranta was standing on his head, dude. Like it was, I was surprised he was doing some of the stuff he was doing. He looked like I said he he looked good. Obviously, I mean he only let him one puck, but he just didn't look super comfy to me. He he definitely like again he was letting pucks through him. He wasn't really like able to gobble it up like for for a stoppage as much as you would like. Um, but he definitely settled in a lot more at the end of the game. I mean the, the only goal that the Bruins scored was in the third period, but you know one goal out of thirty six shots like you take that, especially with a team like Carolina. One note I saw uh, during the game was Anderson was not going to be available for game two, I believe they said. So I'm assuming with Ronta playing good, I think they're just going to ride him for this whole first series. And then possibly switch to Anderson, which I don't (laughs) think would be bad because they both play well. So, I mean, even if you do do go to the next series, Ronta, you go down 0-2 and then you go to Anderson. Like, dude, that's not a bad setup. I think that if Ranta keeps playing the way he did in game one, which, I mean, it, it's possible. It's not, you know, set in stone. Like, if he can put up the same numbers that he did for game one, I mean, listen, you know what? They're playing right now. It's 3 nothing Hurricane in the middle of the second. So he's pitching another Yeah, I'm watching out. it right now. So, you know, he's obviously doing pretty goddamn well. And if he's winning you games – there's no reason to put Freddie Anderson in. You wait until Ronta kind of explodes or shits the bed a little hard, and then if Anderson's ready, you put him in. I agree with what you said, though. In this series, let, let Ronta play. It gives, it gives Andy time to, uh, to heal up properly, on top of the fact that historically he hasn't been great in the playoffs. Frederick Anderson, not Ronta. Wait, Ronta's not in that. He's not playing tonight? Um... Do no, he's not kid? in net. The Russian kid? Would it, I, dude, yeah, I can't even pronounce that. Yeah, it's uh, Peter something or other. Kacha, Kacha something. It starts with a K, and I'm not yeah. going to try the fucking... Well, you know what? But, I'm looking right now. It looks like Ronta was in net. Yeah, Ronta oh, has wow, six so he must have got hurt. Oh, I'm going to have to look into Okay, this. so anyway, we're jumping the gun a little bit, but... Uh, yeah. So... Carolina's first goal of game one was taken back for goaltender interference, which I think it should have been, but it was a very, there was a good case for it not being overturned. But then Carolina went on the power play, and on their first power play, they didn't even get a shot on goal, which I thought was abysmal. But they got a second power play after that, and... It was better. I mean, they got some shots. It was a little more organized, but they didn't score on their second one either. Well, all right. So two quick things, and then we'll uh, we'll move on to the next game. But both teams were zero and three in the power play in that game, right? Um, the Bruins' power play looked anemic. It didn't even look like it was a power play. Um, it looked like the Rangers' power play. Yeah, <laughs> the. Uh, and then just <laughs> because we brought it up, 
Um, Bronta got injured uh, tonight. He got injured in a collision with Pasternak, so he's done. Um, so the I, I think his name's Peter Kochetvit. Well, he played against the Rangers like right at the end of the season. And he fucking killed it. So he's a young kid. He's obviously he's pretty games. good. I mean, he's going up against the Bruins and he's shutting them out. Yeah. Well, he's only got six saves, so it was it was a split, it was six and six, six for Ronta and six for this kid. Um, I'm gonna have to learn how to say his name because it sound depending on what's going on with Ronta, he might be the guy. But yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna hear it like a hundred times over the next week. Yeah. So this is exactly how I saw this series going out. I still think the Bruins squeeze out a win or two, but I mean the Carolina is just walking all over the ice with them. I saw that coming. Um, yeah, I think it's Carolina in six. Dude, on the way they're playing, it could be Carolina in four. You know, the, the, the... I say that, but I just I want to see how Carolina plays in Boston because they've yeah, been yeah, home. Yeah. They have home Good ones, point. obviously. I never but really the Bruins. I think I, I don't hate them as much as I used to. I I lost a lot of that hate I used to have for a lot of things in the NHL. There's very few things I actually do not like tolerate. Where like I'm like I fucking hate this. Mostly Islanders, but that's a different story. Right. Uh, next game on the docket is yeah. uh, Game 1, Leafs and Lightning. Ooh, did you watch that game? I was flipping back and forth between the Bruins. I, all the Game 1s I kind of flipped through. Um, I didn't watch all games completely. I flipped through, and then I caught highlights of anything I missed. Mm-hmm. So, first period of... The Lightning, I mean, first period, I believe it was tied at the end of it, and it was, like, back and forth. Um, But Vasilevsky played, like, a 40-year-old Martin Brodeur on the Blues. Like, he did not look good. Um, The Maple Leafs really turned it on. The the stadium was crazy, freaking. It's the... Most active I've seen the Maple Leafs fans in a long time. I mean, probably since the since I, their one big run where it was the first time of many that they got knocked out by the Bruins before Matthews got drafted. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if they continue like they're doing, but um. I think obviously Leafs, but it looks uh, from what I could see in Game Two. I watched a little bit of that. Looks like there's a little bit of rebounding, but God damn, the Leafs looked good in Game One. Yeah. So I have a couple things. First off, so Kyle Clifford gets that major. It was like the first like ten minutes of the game. It, it might have even been the first five minutes of the game. He gets a five minute major, and it was a bad hit. It, it looked worse. Yeah, he got suspended was... one game for that. Yeah. It was it was right at the beginning of the game, and again, it looked worse than it was, but it was still not good. You know, the five minute major that they got was a Maple Leafs power play. It you couldn't even tell Tampa was there. That was basically the story of the game for me. Tampa didn't look good, ever, not once. It looked like they were skating through sand, and they just didn't look like the Lightning. Um, you know, I've watched a couple Tampa games this season. And they never looked as bad as they did uh, a couple nights ago. Vasilevsky has kind of looked 
th- he hasn't looked as bad as he did, but he's looked this way kind of all season. Again, from the small sample of games that I've watched. Um, and the Maple Leafs just looked really good last night. I think Austin Matthews looks great. Um, and they definitely came out with a fire in their undergarments. But that being said, this is the Tampa Bay Lightning we're talking about. So you can't really count them out ever. I mean, Vasilevsky, so I was I saw a stat the other day. Vasilevsky, after losing a game, his save percentage is like 966, and he's never lost two games in a row. So right now, so end of the first, it's one nothing Tampa, right? We know Vasilevsky has the capability to be a game changer. It's just a matter of can his ability outweigh the high scoring offense of Tampa. Um, I also you got John Cooper. You mean Toronto? Uh, sorry, Toronto. Um, but yeah, I mean you're right. I mean, in plus it's the playoffs. It's the first game. Yeah, they're away. I mean, they're the two-time Cup champions for a reason. So I think they're going to rebound, and it's going to be probably a seven-game series. Yeah, um, they're winning right now. It's one nothing. I would not be surprised if they win Game Two, which would be important because they're going to Tampa in Game Three. Um, the power, the twenty-four shots on on net for Tampa last game, and zero uh, and five in the power play. Now the Leafs were one and six in the power play, but I don't know. I just um, that game. It was ridiculously nice for Toronto. I don't know that they have another game like that. It's nice. It was the opening game. It's in, you know, in Toronto. But um, we've seen this before. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Toronto, they kind of sort of have, a you know, the ability to collapse. And personally, like Jack Campbell, like, yeah, he got a shutout last night. So, or the other night. So, and it looked good. But, like, he, didn't, he wasn't really tested. You know, plus Jack Campbell I, might still be. I thought Tavares looked really good out there in Game One. I on I I watched on and off. I didn't really see anything that jumped out at me, but I you know he ha- he probably had a lot of room. I'm sure that Austin Matthews and his line was getting a lot of attention. All right, what do you think about the Blues in the Wild? Uh, Mark Andre Fleury got the start. In my opinion, I mean they they lost for nothing, and that's rough. But at the same time, it wasn't all Flurry's fault, and I think the team realizes that, and I think that's why they're going back to him for game two. And which I don't, I don't know. I was kind of like, yeah, duh. Like, of course you're gonna do that. But I also am like, but you got you, you got what's his face. Cam Talbot. I always mix. Yeah, I miss. I always mix up Talbot and uh, the other guy that was on the Rangers. Anti Ronta. The same time. Was it Ronta and him at the same time? No, well, it was it was Lundqvist and Talbot. Oh, I don't know who I'm thinking of then. Um, but yeah, so it. I mean, if the Blues pull this series off, I think they might get the confidence for another Cup run. This is the biggest thing about this game was Billy Huso. He, dude, the saves, I felt terrible for Minnesota. I really did. They had so many opportunities, and Huso was just a brick goddamn wall. Like It was a good I, game to watch, though, dude. I don't know yeah. what it is. They're, they, it was a good game. 
I didn't really see a lot. Like I, I remember bringing up in the pre, uh, playoff predictions, Kapril Kaprizov, and uh, didn't really see a lot from him. Like you know, while I'm watching the game, I heard his name like a couple times. He apparently had five shots on goal, but I just I don't know. He didn't really pop out like he normally does to me. First game jitters, you know, it's his first postseason game. He's still a kid, but yeah, Flower, Billy Huso was just ridiculously good. Thirty-seven shots, thirty-seven saves. That being said, um, they had four goals on Flower, and I don't necessarily think that was his fault. There was definitely like one or two goals, like the Ryan O'Reilly goal. Like he, it was like, who, who's there? Like, shouldn't somebody be in the front of the net with the with the other team? No, okay. <laughs> Didn't we have a defenseman? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure there's no. supposed to be a guy right here. Um, you know, I don't necessarily think that Flower played his best hockey, but he didn't play his worst either. I think that Minnesota didn't play well on defense, and you know, let's hypothetically, even if they played well on defense, still could have been a one nothing game. It didn't matter, you know. Billy Husso yeah. was not letting anything get past him. So, you know, David Perron had a hat trick, but if he even just scored one goal, it would have still been a St. Louis win. If you are, listen, if you're Minnesota, I am getting right in this kid's kitchen. I'm dropping at his pads. I'm doing anything I can to get in this kid's head because right now, like, he's playing ridiculous hockey. He's been doing that all season, but you well, really, I think I really think this, I think face. in this series in particular, Blues in the wild, I think game two is going to mean a lot. Absolutely. And they're in Minnesota. These are wins you want. You really, really, like, what else do you do? You have to get in this kid's kitchen. You have to bump him. You have to shove him. Even if you take a goaltender interference penalty. That's the thing. The wild plays so physical. Yeah. No, and they had, like, actually, they only had 23 shots. I I thought they had a lot more hits. Uh, Sorry, 23 hits. I thought they had a lot more hits than that. But this is... Priority number one, you know, um, I, I think Erickson X a big guy. You have Felino, Greenway, get those guys in front of the net and just start bumping you up. Do a little booty pop, get your ass into the blue into the blue paint and just fuck around. Even if you get a call, a goal recalled or a goaltender interference penalty or any of that bullshit, that has to be priority because Huso is a fucking stud right now. He's there's just he's stopping everything. There's you have to get in this kid's face. In the the thing is, if, even if he starts to like uh, falter, mm-hmm. they have Bennington. Yeah, if if they have to, um, I don't know that I see it going that far. You know, the only so, way that I see Huso really falling off is uh, if he gets injured. I think the thing that Game One of the Blues Wild showed us is that the Blues are way more dangerous than we thought they were. I'll agree with that. I mean, two of their goals also came on the power play. I'm a, I don't want to talk about it now. We'll talk about it when we're done with everybody. But these playoff power uh, penalties can fuck right off. Gary, I don't know what oh, you're dude, doing. Knock it off. Uh, honestly, honestly, I like the the officiating so far. I haven't this. had too hate many. This, pro- this, I haven't had. This. I haven't had many problems with the calls that I've seen. Nope, I've had a couple problems, and bro, every game. So this game. 12 power plays. Uh, I think the Tampa game was the same thing. Why are there 12 power plays in a game, a playoff game? My, It's game one. Again, I didn't want to talk about this right now. We can talk about it later. But okay. I think we, we so next on. game, yeah. um, I'll let you start off this one with Kings and Oilers. Jonathan Quick. Guy looked like a fucking animal. 
He's just playing Jonathan Quick playoff hockey. Another thing that I predicted because, you know, I know a thing or two. Um, it was like he he's playing exactly the way that you saw him play in his cup runs, which I love. Even the rest of the team looked better than I thought they would. You know, Kopitar looked pretty good. Uh, Kempe and uh, Ayafalo, um, they just looked – even fucking Brandon Lemieux had a goal. Um, they, they, this team is a playoff hockey team, and they played exactly that. And not to take away too much from the Edmonton Oilers because they looked – no, no, I'm, I'm taking everything away from the Edmonton Oilers. Um, from what I saw, and I watched a, a pretty decent uh, bit of this game, uh, you have Connor McDavid. And uh, and there's a there's a Olivier on Drysaddle, and then there's a fuck. I can't think of anybody else on the Edmonton Oilers because that's all I saw. Yeah. Like the rest of the team looked, eh. And Mike Smith. Well, the Kings. See... The... Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Did you see the last goal? <laughs> yeah, that oh. was rough. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I called because duh. Mike Smith. You just gave them game one. He gave it away. Just here's the puck. I don't. I don't want to play anymore. Playoff hobby, not for me. I don't need a cup. He, he, oh, <laughs> and he didn't look good. Oh, I. I do not like Mike Smith, and I don't like whoever. So in Edmonton. what I'll say is, the Kings came out and said before game one, our plan is to sit back, let the Oilers come to us with the puck. And then we're going to take it and jam it back down their throats the best we can. Mm-hmm. And they did that successfully. They really yeah. did. They they played really well as a team. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a team that's mostly been together. They haven't had too much change over in the years. I mean, a couple pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. But they got the core still with Kopitar and Quick and... Uh, What's his face? Who's Tim Brown? I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, Brown. Oh. And uh, I mean, there were some beautiful goals on the Oilers side, like that one I snapped you of. Mm-hmm. I sent you on Snapchat of McDavid. Yeah. His goal, his first goal. Oh my god, that was so dirty. It's McDavid doing McDavid stuff. I expect nothing less. I know. I it, see this. I is, would. I, the 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 Kings goals were team goals. You know, like Drysaddle, McDavid, like you expect that shit from them. But this is the first line. The first line on Edmonton is scary. It always has been. And it's worth noting that two of the goals that Edmonton had were on the power play. So if the Kings had a little more discipline, which I don't think they can do, but if they tried, um, keep Edmonton off the power play. And if you do that, this is a four to one game. Yeah. You know that top line's dangerous. You know that Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, these guys are going to score goals if given the opportunity. Connor McDavid wasn't even given an opportunity to score that first goal. He just danced through literally everybody. He was like, oh, I'm going to score a goal. And he did it and on yeah. Jonathan Quick, who I think is a very good goaltender. So, you know, this is this is literally the LA Kings versus Connor McDavid. That's what I've seen so far, which I guess so should be. Expected. I would say is I was thinking about it today. I'm like, oh, I kind of like, I kind of want the Kings to win because I want the my chaos theory of I want the Kings to go to the Cup versus the Rangers again, and the Rangers to lose again to the Kings. Just so you have even more PTSD from from that team. <laughs> but 
I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, well, I do like McDavid, and I would like to see him win a cup relatively soon. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that argument, um, because I know he's gotten frustrated with how they've been with their success, and I would, dude, I would love to see him on a different team. Yep, that's that was my what I want because the I I think that it, this is Edmonton's last chance with McDavid. You know, like if. If he doesn't win here in Edmonton right now, or if they don't even come close, which sadly enough, I think is a possibility, I think he requests a trade. Like, he's obviously getting frustrated with the organization. And, you know, they have him and Leon Dreisaitl. They have Ryan Nugent Hopkins, which, okay. They have Darnell Nurse. I do like Darnell Nurse, yeah. They signed Duncan Keith, which I was like, eh, it's good for the playoffs, but he didn't really blow me away. He's not playing Duncan Keith minutes. He's 38 years old. Um, but I, I goaltending, 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 goaltending. And I just don't know that I don't know how much longer Connor McDavid puts up with this. And I agree with what you're saying. I think that if they don't win here, it starts to be at least become a question. I don't know that he does it this season. It's already been a question. See, but it, it's been a question because of the stupid, you know, the the journalists. The journalists have been like, oh, does he request a trade? Does he request a trade? And then after every series, they do the post-game you know, game interview, and he says, no, I'm not going to request a trade. I think this is the year where he starts to say, like, I'm pretty fucking upset with this city. I'm pretty fucking upset that we can't do anything except get knocked out in the first round. So if that does happen, that's when you start to hear the murmurs. And that's when, like, maybe it's not this season, but I think it'll eventually come to the point where he's like, I want to fucking trade. Because, listen, I get it. He he wants a cup. Like, he's obviously talented as shit. He goes to any other team, he's an immediate game changer. You know, and his cap, like, 12 and a half, like, in modern NHL, that's just steal. Every penny. Yeah, that's nothing. Like, so I think that uh, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Kings wing only because I want to see if McDavid will actually do it. If he'll pull the trigger and say, no, I want to get out of here. Like, he's a kid. He's fucking 25, you know? Alrighty. So, I feel like we pretty much beat that dead horse. Uh, I mean... I mean, I could keep going, but for sakes of time. Um, And time is the topic of our next matchup, and that's going to be the Penguins-Rangers fucking doubleheader, I'll call it. You know, I hate this. As as a Rangers fan, this is worst-case scenario. You're entire team just played essentially six periods of hockey and you didn't even get the fucking win at home you have an entire forward core that is absolutely exhausted now right i think that i think that's the big thing i took away from that this game was the rangers offense is potent and i mean it started they started off pretty hot but they just couldn't keep the momentum for some reason and i didn't understand it and like we talked a little bit before we started recording this um it's just it's an older penguins team and the rangers like it's a kind of a miracle they they're in the playoffs but just because of the season they've put together where everybody's playing so well and you got adam fox who's a fucking stud 
Uh, Cop was doing pretty good. I think did he got hurt because uh, it was pretty early in the game. Chris Kreider was was okay. He wasn't outstanding. He had one goal, I think. Yes. But uh, obviously, besides Malkin scoring the game winner, uh, Shesterkin is the real MVP to me. Yeah. Um, so a lot of injuries for every team, right? So Raquel got hit real hard. Oh, I forgot about Raquel. Yeah, dude, that was a real tough blow for the for the freaking Schittsburg Penguins. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that was Lindgren who threw that hit. Um, in terms of injuries, Raquel definitely went down, right? You had Casey DeSmith who left in the middle of the second overtime, I think. They said that was cramping, so I'm sure he's fine. Um, you had a I think there was at least one other guy who kind of like shook up on Pittsburgh. I think maybe Marino. I'm not sure. The Rangers, um, uh, Ryan Lindgren left the game twice and came back, which is crazy to me, right? Yeah, um, that seems a little excessive. You'd think after the second time he wouldn't come back. He just kept getting fucking hurt, and then he would come back like a complete animal. Uh, I know Cop looked a little eh, you know. Um, it, dude, it's fucking, what, 120 minutes of hockey? Guys are going to get banged up. I mean, Adam Fox, this is my, the biggest problem I have with a game like this, a game that lasts a thousand years, right? Um, Shesterkin stopped 79 saves last night, still got the loss. His save percentage in 9.52. He got almost 80 saves, and the poor bastard still got a fucking L. On top of that, Keandre Miller, 45 minutes. Adam Fox, 45 minutes. Jacob Truba, 43 minutes. And, you know, obviously Pittsburgh has similar issues, but Chris Letang, 46 minutes. And then Matheson, who I honestly don't even know. Hold on, not to interrupt you, but this Russian kid from Carolina just went out of the net and shoved Brad Marchand. Oh, really? I like him already. (laughs) Dude, that was wild. Like, the ref just split it. The ref split it up, but... uh... Yeah, he was. They were about to just go. I love that. Marshan's that guy, and he's a young kid, so he's gonna let his emotions get the best. It's playoffs time, dude. He's gonna start yeah. licking people. <laughs> All right. So anyway, but yeah, so long game, dude. I've faded in and out a couple times, and uh, like I said, I fell asleep at the end of the first overtime. Woke up during the middle of the second. Um. Dude, the game went on pretty long, and yeah. I mean, Malkin's goal was nice. Dude, Crosby looked good. Like the stars looked good on both teams for the most part, minus um the breadman. The breadman seemed kind of quiet. He was getting a lot of attention. Um, I I will say one thing. I'm not gonna harp on it because as a Rangers fan, I'm completely biased. Okay, um, Pittsburgh have four power plays. Okay, the Rangers had one. The Rangers, I don't know if you were watching when this happened, but had, they had a disallowed goal in the third period. Um, yeah, I saw that. Dog shit. Absolute dog shit. The refs during that game fucking sucked. I am biased. I am fully admitting that. But the refs during those games were fucking awful. I mean, the Rangers fans in the second overtime or the third overtime were cheering every time a fucking icing was called. That's how bad these referees were. Like... The, you know, the fans will give you room for sure. And yeah, they'll complain if there's a bad call or if there's this or there's that. Uh, in the entirety 
of the playoffs in this short span that we've had, the Rangers had one power play. Every other team has had at least four. Give me a fucking break. Crosby, stop sucking ref penis because it's getting old, okay? I just... <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to end it there because I could go on for the next 24 hours. But oh, I know you could. Break. Even if you're not a Rangers fan and you watch that game, fucking send it in the comments. Tweet at us. I don't give a fuck. If I'm wrong, tell me. And I'll tell you you're a bitch because I'm not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. And even with bias, I could see that that game was horseshit. These reps. You mad, awful, bro? Absolutely awful. And the ice was awful, too, which doesn't help anything. Okay, I'm done. Let's fucking <laughs> okay. Next next game, let's uh, calm you down. I'll start this one off. Capitals at Panthers. Uh, dude, it looks like the Panthers were just trying to injure the shit out of the Capitals or <laughs> concuss them, dude. It was one of the heaviest hitting games. Uh, it reminded me a lot of. It's like they were trying to play like the Islanders, where when they went on that run. Uh, was that last year or the year before? I forget which one it was, but the recent Islanders run. Um, but in the end, I mean, Bobrovsky, I just think they need to can him. They need to trade him, get rid of him. I don't care. He's overpaid, underperforming, and I just – I don't like him. I don't. I try to like him so much, but <laughs> I just think he's a fucking bag of shit. Um. He's a fucking pig with makeup on. Uh, he hasn't had any success, and he got a carry price level contract. Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, Capital, if if they don't switch their goaltenders up and start playing like they have been, which is the exciting, high scoring team that they've been in the regular season, Capitals are gonna fucking flip them on their asshole, and Ovechkin is going to rape them. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um <laughs> Oh, so, and Tom Wilson got hurt, I believe. Oh, did he really? Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um so this game I didn't watch the whole thing. I got pieces of it. The Rangers were on, obviously, but it reminded me of a West Coast game, right? This is the kind of game that you see play it's playoff hockey for sure, but the West Coast is known for that gritty hitting whatever. There's almost 100 hits. No, you're not. What are you high? That's an East Coast thing. No, 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 no. I'm not. Maybe West, West Coast is has traditionally been like the high flying, high scoring maybe in the some Eastern. Of them. And dude, like, and then the East has always been like the Philly Flyers, Broad Street Bullies, Boston Bruins beat the fuck out of you. It, like very gritty. I think if you look at teams like just you know. Talking not, not saying like it's still like as divided as it was, but yeah. traditionally that's what it was. Like the Kings, San Jose, Winnipeg, St. Louis, Minnesota, Dallas. San Ma Jose Nashville. is an AHL team. I'm, I'm saying in history, they've more often than not been teams that are big on checking. You know, just even in coaching, the, the players they have, they're big teams. They throw a lot of checks. And again, playoff hockey, I get it. But it just looked like that just beat them up. Like I think both teams had the same plan. We're like, we're just going to beat the shit out of these guys and hope we can get the first W. Um, I, you know, one of the things that I really liked about this game, I kind of agree with what you said about Bob. I think he's better than he looked last night, but Vanacek from Washington, right now. I remember going over and, and Samsonov was the guy in the, in the regular season. He definitely got more starts. 
but Vanacek looked great last night. Nine three eight save percentage, right? Um, Panthers can be better than this, but Vanacek played very well. If Vanacek falls off, or if they go with Samsonov for whatever fucking reason, um, the Panthers could easily have won this game just because they only scored two goals. We know that Pitt, that Florida can score way more goals than that. They just didn't. They also only had two power plays, but they didn't score on either of them. So I think they definitely, like as a whole, got outplayed a little bit. But you know Florida can play better than this. I'm surprised game one in Florida they didn't play a little better. But I would be I would also be surprised to see game to, game two go exactly the way game one did. I think that they bounce back. You know the talents there. It's just a matter of figuring it all out. A lot of young guys on that team. Maybe there's some playoff jitters. I think Bob could have been a little better. So um, the keys for success for Florida is get back to the way you were playing in the regular season. And hopefully yeah. Bob can be, uh, uh, you know, play to his contract. I'll say that. Because I do agree with what you said. He made way too much money. Dude, he has just been a freaking zit on that franchise since he got yeah. there. I mean, the guy they got in the back, Spencer Knight, he's young. He's got a lot of upside. Um, if Bob really doesn't do it for you, I, I think that you could probably swap him out for Spencer Knight. At least give the kid a shot and see how he does, because I like Spencer Knight. He looks talented. Right, so this next game, uh, Predators Avalanche, um, it looked like what it is. A team that barely squeaked into the playoffs versus the, one of the best teams in the league. And I don't really want to beat this one to death. Uh, I didn't watch all of this game. I watched uh, bits and pieces and highlights. But, I mean, Cal McCarr was doing his thing. Uh, one of the best players on that team. And I think he's going to just keep getting better. McKinnon had two goals. And no, wait. McKinnon had a hat trick. I'm sorry. Did he? Yeah. I thought McKinnon had two goals. No, nah, two goals and an assist. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm. So anyway, but yeah, seven seven to two. I mean, I think honestly, this is going to be a four game series. If yeah. in five games, if they get one, like, and that's being like, it's like. They all got COVID on the avalanche or something. The only thing, I, I yeah, I agree with you. There's really no reason to talk about this game too much because it kind of was kind of a wash. Um, Colorado looked really good, but um, yeah, Colorado looked real good. Uh, the predator, the you know what this game reminded me of when John Hines was the coach of the Devils, and he. And Taylor Hall carried us into the playoffs, and he won the Hart Trophy. And then we got fucking molested by the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think the Predators will get molested. Uh, you really have the, the, the rape element on today, huh? Um, Sorry, know, I went to church. <laughs> the, the biggest thing here is that I, I, I figured that the Predators really needed UC Soros, and he's injured. And that was the only thing that was going to save them from the Colorado Avalanche. And he's not, as far as I've read, I don't think he's coming back in this series. So, uh, fucking Avalanche and four. There's no question there. It's not even worth going into. If the Predators come back, listen, the only person that had a goal last night was Matthew Shane. He had both of their goals. 
Um, there's only so much you can do, though. Like, you scored two, goal- two goals. Congratulations. The Colorado Avalanche scored seven. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. Now with the bet, you know, you know, big save Dave and that, you know, like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and then our last game is the Stars and the Flames. Um, it was a one nothing game. It wasn't as eventful as any other game for the game ones, but I thought the Flames looked good. I think they, they have a lot of the same elements that the Kings had when they won the Stanley Cup for the first time. And I think they have the potential to go off and do that. Um, obviously it depends because I mean, if they run into the avalanche, it's going to be a, it's going to be tough, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what the first round is going to look like. It's like, who's going to end up playing the avalanche in the West. But yeah, um, I would also like to see a battle of Alberta, the yep, flames yep, Oilers, yep in round two that would be pretty dope i feel like i don't think that's happened since 1991 Mm -hmm. so that would be pretty cool get the get the canadian fans all up in arms and rough and rowdy and all that stuff but uh i'm really surprised that that one goal that the flames had um it was lindholm and it wasn't Gaudreau, and it wasn't Kachuk, and it wasn't any of the big guys. Well, all right. So that line, that's the first line. It's Lindholm, Kachuk, and Gaudreau. And I'm the only the only reason I know this is because I'm actually looking at the stats right now. But Elias Lindholm had the goal. Primary assist was Kachuk, and secondary assist was Gaudreau. So, and it was on the power play. So you know all the guys, all those guys are going to be out there anyway. Yeah, um, but they're both they're like hundred point players, and they're not scoring in the on their biggest stage. I mean, but it is what it is. I mean, the Stars do play a physical game. I don't think the Stars have what it takes to get to the finals. Yeah. And I don't think they have what it takes. I think this series can go to seven, but Mm -hmm. I don't think the Stars win in the end. I think the Flames are just a much better all-around team. I think... um... So I'm thinking after this, I really want to talk about the penalties, if not for a quick second, but I'll do that. We'll finish this and then we'll talk about the penalties because I just want to rant for a couple minutes. But um, this game, right, I didn't watch a ton of it. Again, Rangers had me tied up. Goaltending. Always talk about goaltending. Ottinger, 25 saves out of 26, okay? Very impressive against a high-flying Calgary team, right? Um. Jacob Markstrom had a shutout. Fantastic. He saw 16 shots in 60 minutes, which you could argue like, oh, well, sometimes that makes it harder because you only saw so many shots in so many minutes, blah, 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 blah. whatever. 16 shots. Like, you know, Jacob Markstrom's good, like a talented goaltender, right? So he wasn't really getting peppered last night. They were also in Calgary. So I don't know. I, I think that this game, I, I, I watched part of it. Bits. So I, I might be talking out of my ass, but it wasn't as telling as it could have been. I think game two is going to be very interesting because it just seems like there's a lot more of this story. Like Ottinger had a very good game one. He just lost because of one single goal. Other than that, like he could have won them the game if it's the other way around, you know, but Dallas only had 16 shots on goal. Um, Of course, it came, it came down to who's, 
it really came down to whose offense was better, and yeah. 100%, the Flames has the better offense this season. The only thing that I will say is that I love experience, and of the Calgary guys, especially the main line. Like, Lindholm has some experience, experience from when he was with Carolina, but Kachuk and Gaudreau have only played for Calgary, so they don't have a massive amount of experience. Um, if you talk about the, the forwards for Dallas, Jamie Benn, Joe Pavelski, um, yeah, uh, but they're all Yeah, but they have that under their belt, like veterans versus young kids, especially because, in my opinion, Calgary is very dependent on that first line. So, I I think it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of veterans on Dallas. Which are they going to win the cup? Probably not, because they're kind of, they're old and they're going to get tired. and They're going to want naps, but. I, I think I'm very okay, excited. Yeah, I want it. naps after staying up for that Rangers game last night. I want a nap right now because I'm I'm exhausted <laughs> and I have to go to work in like 45 minutes. But that's okay. Yeah, that I I'm this game. I, I didn't really see anything spectacular out of it, other than a thousand penalties. But I I, I'm I agree. Impressed. I agree with you that game two is going to be a, a interesting part for the, this series. But yeah. overall, I think the Flames take it. Probably. But I, I will not count out the Dallas. I think if they can make a couple changes and switch up their, um, the way that they're playing, I, I don't think it's impossible for them to beat Calgary. I'll say that. Uh, on a side note, I am uh, flipping back between the game twos right now. And yeah, holy crap, that was a hard hit. Tampa Bay just... Uh... They're up three to one in the second period towards the end of the second period. So Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But I will defer to you on your problem with the penalties this offseason so far. Yeah. So listen. This has been I you know, I sound like an old fan, which I'm not even I'm not even thirty yet for the fans. And by the way, if you hear me doing the sniffles and stuff like that. I'm just getting over something. So um, that's, that's on me, but playoff hockey. Yeah. It's cocaine. Always... Yeah. I, I ran out and I'm pretty bummed about it. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, just so you guys know, it is super AIDS that he has. So yes, just true. six feet away and you're fine. That's fine. Mask on your headphones, please. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, keep going. Uh, playoff hockey has always been let them play, right? Let them play. Don't call these bullshit power plays because, listen, all of these teams have ridiculously good power plays. There's so many teams that have high-flying offenses right now because that's the game. So a power play is huge. Now, to be fair, a lot of the power plays haven't led to much lately. You know, I was just saying there was 10 power, uh, 10 power plays in the Dallas game, right? There was... 12 in the Toronto game, and there was 12 in uh, one of the other games. Not important. I don't want to see a fucking power play. Let them play. Five-on-five hockey. That's what I want to fucking see, okay? Whatever Gary decided that fucking everybody gets a penalty for fucking, you know, scratching their buttholes, I'm over it. I'm done with it. No, just do not do that. You're almost like fucking with the integrity of the game. I get the power plays part of the game. I understand completely, but... This is not the way that playoff hockey is supposed to be played. On top of that fact, every other team has been given a thousand power plays except who? The fucking Rangers, okay? The Rangers had one power play in that game. Now we're arguably... at the heart of the issue. 
No, 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 no. Nope, 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 nope. Stop right there because I know what you're going to say, and that's not true, okay? If the Rangers had 60 power plays and Pittsburgh had seven, I would still make this complaint, okay? I would say in this rant that I'm very happy because the Rangers are getting the benefit of this. It's the same thing with football, okay? The Rams always get the benefit of the refs, okay? I know it. I'm a goddamn Rams fan. I'm not complaining about the NFL right now. I'm complaining about the NHL, okay? I would still not, I'm still not happy that the Rams get the benefit of the calls because when there's a thousand calls, especially the Super Bowl, you're a Bengals fan. You saw what happened in the Super Bowl. They had one really bad call that gave up a fucking touchdown, and then they had four bad calls that gave the Rams one back. I oh, think, thanks. I'm gonna go kill myself now. Thanks. I'm. I am fucking. I'm done with these power plays. I'm done with them. Okay. I don't want to see twelve power plays in a playoff game. You don't see that in a fucking regular season game. Stop calling bullshit. It's ridiculous. I'm so it's done. Not, with I don't think it's calling bullshit. I think it's just calling it tighter. You see this two times of the year in the NHL. The beginning of the season and the playoffs. Where the where the refs are way more strict on what they let go. They they're never strict in the playoffs. This no no oh what they let go. Yeah. The, you're supposed to let them play in the playoffs. That's basically the whole point. This is the first season that you're really seeing a jillion power plays every game. And again, if you're calling legitimate penalties, fine. That's impossible. From what I've seen, six power plays in a game, that's unprecedented in regular season hockey. Not talking about the playoffs. I'm talking about in general, just watching the game. Why does every fucking team, the, the game that's going on right now, Carolina versus Boston. In case Boston. anybody wants to, to angry tweet at Gerard, it's at GDH or GD Hockey Podcast, the Good Dumps Hockey Podcast. Go ahead. And it's GDH Podcast, isn't it? Uh, yes, Good Dumps Hockey. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm like half paying attention to the Leafs just getting stomped on, and I'm just. I'm confused because so I pulled it. I pulled. Hang on, hang on. I pulled it up. Okay. In the it's the end of the second period. Uh, Carolina has six power plays. Boston has three. Okay. So now Tampa versus the Maple Leaves. It's not even the end of the second. Okay. Tampa has four power plays. Toronto has three. When does this happen? It doesn't happen in the playoffs. It doesn't even happen during the regular season. Why All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do some homework, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this next episode a little more. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back and look at the stats from last year's playoffs in the first round, oh, and we're gonna compare. Please do that because there's absolutely negative chance that I'm exaggerating here. It's just not not possible. And if I'm even close to exaggerating, I will eat crow. But there's no way. It's just not possible. And again. I, I would rant about this regardless, but the fact that the Rangers got one power play and literally every other team in the league got at least three, I think it was at least four, in two games of playoff hockey, suck my fucking dick. Garbage. Absolute garbage, especially because of that disallowed goal, so I'm already salty on the opinion. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <clears throat> so stupid. Absolutely. Oh, and just for the record, because I've, you know, the, the Hurricane are. Oh, they're on a power play. How interesting. Um, They're up 4 to 1. They're going to win this game against Boston. Of course, I didn't watch it because I've been sitting here talking to you, prick. I've, I've been <laughs> flipping back and forth between Carolina and uh, Toronto. Yeah, and Tampa's up 3 1. Seconds about to end. 
Um, let's yeah, see if Gary throws uh... somebody a penalty real quick oh right at the end God. of the second. <laughs> All right, now I'm. It's done. not like Gary Bettman has a fucking button that. Like a shot collar for a well, dog. And listen, somebody freaking... told these guys to start calling penalties. That's all I'm saying. If somebody, I don't think so. I think you're fucking smoking. No fucking question. Joe, I'll throw my tinfoil smoking hat on crap. right now. Somebody told these refs time to start calling. You're penalties. like the. Ah, this is like you're the kid from Signs. Like, why aren't you I'm drinking not... the water? It's got Abibas in it. It's not even like I'm saying that. Like, oh, he's rigging the playoffs. I'm not saying that he's like, oh, give Tampa a lot of penalties or give you know, Boston, a lot of penalties. All I'm saying is that somebody told the refs prior to this season, hold on to your whistles and hold on to them tight. Cause normally they say, stick it in your pocket and shut the fuck up. That is not this season. It's just not happening. And please, please right, well, do the homework. Look we'll into, we'll come back to this next that We'll come back to this next episode. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta love it though. I mean, it's been a very exciting playoffs, minus a couple games. Um, but I think overall, it's been great hockey to watch. No, it has. I mean, I like I said, it's tough being a Rangers fan because you see your team play six periods of hockey, and it's like, dude, even hypothetically, if they beat Pittsburgh, right now they. Going to the round two with fucking lead in their skates, it's going to be a tough battle. And the converse, if Pittsburgh beats the Rangers, right? It's the same thing. You spent one day playing over 120 minutes of hockey. Well, actually, really, it was 100. It was 90 minutes of hockey, so maybe like 100. But you carry that with you all the way to the fucking Stanley Cup if you get that far. You've automatically given every other team an advantage because you have played essentially one more game than everybody else. You have to almost hope that this series gets cut, gets clipped early like if it's a five or six game series and the other teams play seven because otherwise you're at an advantage automatically all right so what i will say is i think it's time to go uh, i think we're running a little long here yeah that's for you yeah uh not surprising but i will say uh drink some pink whitney it's very delicious <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> also, yes, I'm uh, Mister Um, you can absolutely sponsor us if you want. I'm very poor, and uh, I drink a lot of vodka, so it's a it's an investment for you, honestly. And until next time, have a good dump. Good dumps. <laughs>